1: Today, stunned by the threat against Tommy Lee and his family, Park Kent and Jimmy Olsen prepare to call at his house, where the symbol of hate had burned an ominous warning.
2: Hello there, gang. This is your pal Dan McCullough. You know, every once in a while, I try to figure out what's the most important thing about Kellogg's Pep that makes it such a slick treat for breakfast. Let's see, I say to myself, uh, maybe it's Pep's tender crispness. You know, the way those delicate flakes of whole wheat practically melt in your mouth. On the other hand, I say, uh, pep is called the sunshine cereal. Must be that sparkling sunshine flavor that gives my appetite the old come on. Then again, I think of how Kellogg's pep is good for you, and how it teases your taste so that, well, you want to eat a hearty, solid sort of breakfast. And gang, I always come to the same conclusion. Kellogg's pep is tender and crisp and sunny-flavored. It's a smooth dish that has everything to make your appetite sit up and take notice. So there's probably no single reason why you always want to eat up every spoonful in your bowl. But here's a reason why that's a particularly smart idea nowadays. You wouldn't want to waste cereal when we're sending the cereal grains to fellows and girls overseas. So don't waste Kellogg's Pep when Mom brings it home from the grocers. Pour it carefully and eat up every bit you pour out. That's a cinch, isn't it? Eat all your pep. Don't waste it.
1: And now, the adventures of Superman. Jealous because Jimmy Olsen, manager of the Unity House baseball team, had selected young Tommy Lee, a newcomer, as number one pitcher, a boy named Chuck Riggs tried to rattle Tommy by deliberately crowding the plate in batting practice and was accidentally struck in the head. That night, in the glow of a burning cross at a secret meeting in the hills above Metropolis, a band of robed and hooded men heard Chuck and his uncle Matt, their leader, state that Tommy Lee had tried to murder Chuck. Matt Riggs called for immediate action against Tommy and his family, whom he denounced as un-American. An hour later, a cross of fire, symbol of the hooded mob, was burned on the lawn of the Lee home. And the next morning, Tommy resigned from the Unity House team. Shocked, Jimmy hurried to the Daily Planet, where he told the story to Clark Kent, who, as we know, is Superman. Listen.
3: And, Mr. Kent, is why the Fiery Cross clan should burn a cross in front of Tommy Lee's house. Why they're nice people. Dr. Lee, Tommy's father, is a well-known bacteriologist. Bacteriologist? Uh Uh-huh. You mean Dr. Wan Lee? That's right. Mayor Marshall just appointed him to the health department.
0: Why would they want to bother a man like that? Because the clan of the Fiery Cross is made up of intolerant bigots, Jim. They don't judge a man in the decent American way by his own qualities. They judge him by what church he goes to and by the color of his skin.
3: By the... Jeepers?
0: You mean... Yes, this bigoted mob is against Tommy Lee and his family because they're Chinese.
3: Gosh. I thought we were all through with this kind of stuff when we cleaned up on that rat
0: Frank Hill and his Guardians of America. Oh, intolerance is a filthy weed, Jim. I told you before, the only way you can get rid of it is by hunting out the roots and pulling them out of the ground. Now, come on, we've got to move fast.
3: Where are we going? To
0: see the Lees. We've got to get them to help us get rid of that clan. (laughs)
3: on here, Tommy? Why all the packing? We're moving, Jim. Moving where? Out of town. What?
0: Out of town?
3: Holy smell I was
0: afraid of something like this, Tommy. Jim forgot to introduce us. I'm Clark Kent. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm glad
3: to know you, Mr. Kent. I'm
0: glad to know you. Is your father here? Well,
3: he went out to help Mom. Oh, here he comes. Dad, you know Jim Olson. Oh,
4: glad to see you again, Jim. Thanks.
3: And this is Clark Kent. He's a reporter on the Daily Planet. Friend of Jim.
4: How do you do? How do you do, Doctor? Won't you sit down? We're rather torn up at the moment, but there is one comfortable chair. Uh, Tommy, uh, Tommy, bring our guests some refreshments. Oh, eh? no, no, thanks. Please, don't bother. Look,
0: Dr. Lee. Yes?
4: I hope you won't mind
0: my asking, but isn't this decision to move rather sudden? Um, Yes, it is.
3: I'll bet it's because of that burning cross on your lawn last night.
0: Is it, Doctor? Yes. Well, may I suggest that you're making a mistake? Running away isn't the answer,
4: you know. Do you know who burned the cross on my lawn, Mr. Kent?
0: Oh, the fiery cross bunch, of
4: course, but Well, I I have seen them do their dirty work in other parts of the country. And I know that hooded mob of fanatics will stop at nothing when their hate and greed is aroused. Not even murder. Jeepers! I have a wife and a daughter younger than Tommy, Mr. Kent. Would you have me leave them exposed to danger? No, of
0: course not. But I think you'll endanger them more by knuckling under to that hate mob. Look, Dr. Lee, they figure the more people they can frighten, the stronger they become and the harder it is to stamp them out. That's right. And unless we do stamp them out, no place in the country will be safe for you or for any other Americans who happen to be of a different race or color or who practice a different religion.
3: That's right, Dr. Lee. You've got to stand up and fight them.
4: I would stand up and fight them, Jim, if only my own life were at stake. But I have a family. I must think of their safety.
0: You're absolutely right, sir. But the police will protect your family. Uh, I'll see Inspector Henderson... I cannot
4: depend on the police. These fanatical bigots are cowards who masquerade as law-abiding citizens by day. But when it becomes dark and they can't be seen, they put on their sheets and hoods and become wolves. For all I know, or the police, either my next-door neighbor, who always greets me so pleasantly, may be one of them.
0: Yes, that's all very
4: true, but look, Dr. Lee... I hate to leave Metropolis, Dad. I like my school, and, and I'm the pitcher on the Unity House team, and, and all. I know, Tommy. I hate to leave, too. I have the position I dreamed of all my life, and now I must give that up and start all over. But it cannot be helped.
0: I tell you, it can be helped, Doctor. If only you'll cooperate with those who want to help you.
4: How do you mean, Mr. Kane Look,
0: most Americans realize the danger of allowing intolerance to breed. We saw what happened to to Germany and Italy and other European countries when a a gang of murdering bigots like the Fiery Cross mob got in power. That's why I suggest you stay here, Dr. Lee. Keep your job and and let Tommy pitch for his team. That way we'll be able to flush these hooded cowards out from behind their sheets and then we can clap them in jail. Hey, that
4: sounds good to me. Let's, Dad. But, Tommy... If something happened to you and your sister and your mother... Look, I I'll would...
0: guarantee to have a special police officer assigned to guard this house. Oh, believe me, Doctor, you'll be safer here than running away. Because unless we stop this fiery cross clan now, they'll get you no matter where you go.
4: Perhaps you are right, Mr. King. Oh,
3: you mean you'll stay then, Dr. Lee? Will you, Dad?
4: Yes, Tommy. We will stay. Five. Oh,
3: boy, that's swell. And how? Get set to pitch for us this afternoon, Tommy. Come on, it's after 12 and the game starts at 2.30. No, I'm already, Jim. Are you coming, Mr. Kent? Oh, I'll be along
0: later. I want to call Inspector Henderson first.
3: How about you, Dad? Are you coming to the game? Yes, son. I will be there. That's oh, swell. Come on, Tommy. Okay. So long. See you later. Yeah, so long.
0: Goodbye, boys. Good luck in the game, fellas. Thank, Thank you. Now, may I use your telephone, Dr. Lee? I want to call Inspector Henderson and arrange police protection for you. By all
4: means, Mr. Kent, help yourself. Thank you.
0: Uh, If you will excuse me a moment,
4: I will go tell Mrs. Lee to stop.
0: Certainly, go right ahead. Well, guarding the
4: Lees from harm is going to be a real job for
0: Superman, I'm afraid. Those hooded gangsters won't stop it. Great Scott! Jim, Tommy, look out! You'll be killed! (laughs)
1: into instant action by a danger to Jim Olsen and Tommy Lee, visible only to his X-ray vision, Clark can't leap six feet through the air and like a thunderbolt crashes through the window without even taking time to strip off his disguise. What is happening? We'll know in a moment. So stand by for the thrilling climax of today's
2: episode. Say, gang, here's a big league breakfast dish that sure is winning pennants. It's a strawberry doubleheader, this week's Pep Dish of the Week and how it does score with your morning appetite. Easy to fix, too. Sure. You pour out half your serving of Kellogg's Pep, the sunshine cereal. Add a layer of crushed, fresh strawberries. The rest of your Pep, and on top, a few plump berries that you've saved out. Then pour on milk and sugar, and that's a strawberry doubleheader. Mmm, mmm. Is it keen? Kellogg's Pep does a neat trick for the fruit. Because Pep is crisp. It's tender. It's full to the brim with sparkling sunshine flavor. Why, Kellogg's Pep always tastes so bang-up good that, well, you want to eat up every light, delicate flake in your bowl. And you know, gang, nowadays, the cereal grains are being sent to fellows and girls all over the world. So it wouldn't do to waste cereal. When Mom brings Kellogg's Pep home from the grocers, make sure there's no waste at your house. If you pour your own Pep, pour it carefully and eat up every bit you pour out. Pass the word along to the rest of your family, too. Remember, eat all your Pep. Don't waste it.
1: Mark Kent was dialing police headquarters in Doctor Lee's home. He suddenly shouted a warning, then hurled himself through the window and out to the sidewalk, where Jimmy Olson and young Tommy Lee were about to mount Tommy's bicycle and ride to Unity House Ball Field. Now Kent rushes toward them. Off that wheel, boys,
0: fast! Hey, what's, what's the idea, Mister? Look out! I'm going to wheel it away from the house. There it goes. Now look, Mister Kent. Stand back, Tommy. She uh, was what? <laughs> Jeepers.
3: Look at that. Huh. The bike exploded. Good
0: heavens, what happened, Tommy? There was a small bomb under the seat of Tommy's bicycle, Dr. Lee. A bomb? Yes, it was set so that if the boys had ridden off the curb to the street as they were starting to, that bomb would have gone off.
4: Holy Holy macros. But but, who put it there?
0: Your guess is as good as mine, Doctor. But my hunch says that our friends in the robes and hoods wanted to make sure you'd understand their warning to get out.
3: Yeah. Also make sure Tommy couldn't pitch today's game.
0: Why?
4: Why, this is an outrage. They might have killed Tommy and Jim. Now I'm determined not to leave Metropolis until every cowardly member of that gang of hooded murderers is behind bars.
0: That's the way to talk, Doctor. Fighting attitude is the best antidote for a poison like the clan of the Fiery Cross. Wow.
3: Do you realize what almost happened to us, Jim? Yeah. Boy, was that a narrow escape. Listen, Mr. Kent. Hmm? You were in the house. How could you see the bomb under the seat of the bike? Say, that's right. How could you, Mr. Kent? You've
0: got an important game this afternoon, haven't you, Jim? Sure, but first I'd oh, like give to it, know... But I... Now, look, here, take this money. Now, I'm buying you fellas a taxi ride to the field. Now, come on, you two, get going. I expect you to win.
3: We'll win, all right. got to win now. Come on, Jim.
0: Hailing a taxi
1: cab, Jimmy Olsen and Tommy Lee ride to the Unity House baseball field, believing themselves safe. But within five minutes after they arrive, a man steps into a phone booth in a drugstore, carefully closes the door... And dials a number. A moment later, he is answered by Jack Barton, an officer in the clan of the Fiery Cross. Hello? Jack, this is Will. Something went wrong. What do you mean? Tommy Lee just arrived at the field. What? Yeah, and Jim Olsen was with him. Bill must have bungled the job. You're
4: stupid fool. Matt Briggs will hit the ceiling. And
1: how. What do we do now? Where are you? In a drugstore across from the field.
4: Call George and Charlie and tell them to get right over. I'll call Matt and tell him to meet us there in five minutes. We can't let that Lee kid pitch today.
1: As the cowardly undercover forces of the Clan of the Fiery Cross move once more swiftly into action against Tommy Lee, his family, and Jim Olson, the boys, all unaware of the danger that threatens them, prepare to play off their semifinals championship game. What will happen? What new action is planned by the hooded menace to freedom and democracy in America? Superman has undertaken a job that will tax even his extraordinary powers to the utmost, as we will see in tomorrow's thrill-packed episode. So don't miss it. Tune in again tomorrow, same time, same station.
2: And remember, for breakfast, it's Kellogg's Pep.
1: For excitement, the adventures of Superman.
2: Superman is a copyrighted feature, appearing in Superman D.C. comic magazines and is brought to you Monday through Friday at the same time by Kellogg's Pep, the sunshine cereal. Say, if you want your dog to give you the glad eye, try giving him Kellogg's grope-up dog food at mealtime. There's a dog food that's a big favorite with thousands of dogs. It's got a swell, meaty flavor that goes over big. And there are three kinds of growpup. There's growpup ribbon, growpup meal, and growpup pellets. All good for your dog. Growpup has vitamins and minerals, helps build strong muscles and teeth and bones. Just tell that to mother, and I'm sure she'll want your dog to feed on Kellogg's growpup every day. And be sure to be with us tomorrow for the thrilling adventures of Superman.